Welcome to Exploring the Mystical Side of Life with your host, Linda Lang. Hi, this is Linda Lang from ThoughtChange.com. We are exploring the mystical side of life once again this week. We are talking Chiron with astrologer Katie Elise. Welcome, Katie. Yay! Hi! Thank you for having me. A lot of people don't really know what Chiron is and what it means in their chart. So can you give us a little background information? So Chiron in astrology is an asteroid. And typically when we speak astrology, you guys are probably hearing more about your sun sign, but there's so much more than just your sun sign. There's your moon sign, your Mars, Venus, and all the other planets, but there are asteroids as well. And so I always say astrology is like the black hole, like you could get really sucked in and there's thousands and thousands of asteroids. I pick the ones that resonate best with me. And basically the way I sum up Chiron is the story through Greek mythology. So Chiron was the child of Saturn, which is a big, big figure in astrology as well. Um, Saturn plays as our father, um, time, karma, all of those things, but Chiron was birthed from Saturn being a cheater. So he cheated on his wife with a horse (laughs) and out came Chiron, which was half man, half horse. And so both mother and father were like, "Uh, what's wrong with you? We don't want anything to do with you. Just made him feel like the worst and really had nothing to do with him. Right. It was because of his parents, the way that he is. So centaurs were known as really unruly, aggressive, drunk, just messy, messy beings. Chiron did not want to be anything like that. Chiron did everything in his power to be better, greater, bigger, um, more knowledgeable, more clean, more healthy. And so throughout his entire life, he always did things to try to excel and be the best that he could be. As he got older, at the end of the day, he always tried to be the best that he could be, but was never fulfilling enough because he had that void of never having parents, right? His parents, his own parents disowned him. So at the end of his life, he actually got in the midst of a fight between all the other centaurs and an arrow went and got his heel, his Achilles heel. So that's also where the Achilles heel comes from. And he died. His memory was placed by one of the gods, the great gods into the sky. So the message of Chiron always lives within us. So it really tells us the story of where we have experienced some hurt or maybe some feelings of like, I'm not good enough. And a lot of times that comes from a parent or an authority figure or a teacher. And that transcends as we get older and has a lot to do with our career for, for the most part, because Chiron, um, being the child of Saturn, Saturn is the ruler also of career. So in a nutshell, that's the story of Chiron. How would a person know that they have Chiron issues in their chart just by that self-worth theme that runs through? Probably the skeptic would say everybody has issues with a parent, right? Um, But I think where we can dial it in a little bit deeper is understanding where those Chiron issues stem. So For instance, um, you may in the workforce, maybe feel like you do above and beyond always for your boss. And it always in return, never feels like you've done enough. Like your boss is not very appreciative or you think, oh, this is the moment I'm going to get that raise because I did A, B and C and like, it doesn't work out. Or maybe it's a situation that reflects with father. Um, A lot of times people have an absent father when there's a hard Chiron placement. 
whether it's through a death or an actual physical absence. So I have a few clients that actually have issues with their mother through Chiron. So it, it kind of depends. But for the most part, you'll see um, a lack of some relation with an authority figure or a parental figure. And does it give you any guidance or help on how to heal those relationships so you can have that level of you know, self-love, self-acceptance? Absolutely. I think Chiron, because he did everything he could to be a better and greater, we have to constantly remind ourselves that we are doing enough. You know, the gift of Chiron is that you are, you have done enough, you are doing enough, and it's okay to take breaks because Chiron was really, really knowledgeable in holistic healing. You know, sometimes we attach Chiron with the sign of Virgo. So any sort of acts of service, we also need to do for ourselves as well. And now there are 12 houses in our astrology chart. So Chiron can be in any of those houses. Yes. Are you okay to give us a brief overview of the 12 houses and what Chiron means in each of those places? Absolutely. So when you look at your chart, if you're familiar or not familiar with astrology, you have a blueprint. So if you're not familiar with the depths of astrology, or if you haven't seen your chart before, this is what a natal chart looks like. So for instance, if I meet with a client for the first time, it's usually an hour session and I go over everything that they see in their chart. So knowing where the planets are, it's a deciding factor on, and by the way, can I just say, I think it's hilarious. Like when I bought my astrology software, um, I had about like three or four choices to choose from. And I found out afterwards when I decided to choose this software that this was the only one that came with Chiron, (laughs) like as a basic foundation, like I can also add other asteroids, but like when I pull up somebody's chart, Chiron is always (laughs) there. So um, I should start calling myself the Chiron astrologer. When I look at somebody's chart, I will see where Chiron is in their chart. So it looks like this, a little K with the circle. It meets right next to my son, which is in the 12th house. So if I were to read this chart, I would say, you know, this is somebody who experienced maybe some wounds from a past life, 12th house's past life. Um, it's the higher self, it's spirituality. A lot of times too, the 12th house represents the womb. So when you are in your mother's womb, there could have been some traumatic experience that happened that, you know, we know scientifically we, we carry a lot of the trauma or any cellular emotions from our mother through pregnancy, um, even before that, right? It's, it's lineage generation after generation, but my mom actually got in a car accident when she was pregnant with me and she was on the freeway and the car just like spun, spun, spun and ended up going reverse and think heavens, nothing happened, but there was a lot, I think she was six months pregnant with me. So that energy, you know, maybe it comes from some past life, you know, I know she and I have a lot of past lives together as well. So that's kind of an example of like Chiron in the 12th house. So those traumas and like those hidden things that maybe aren't able to be physically known because that's the 12th house as well. It's hidden things. It's, it's like, I can't see it. I can't touch it. We have to start to try to understand, right? Dig deep within and connect more with our spiritual side and, and lean more into our faith and lean more into our spiritual work. And then on the other end, that allows us to help and heal other people. So I feel for me personally, in the last year, we've had the eclipses in Gemini and Sagittarius, and that has opened up a huge portal for me because I've been doing way more past life 
regressions for clients lately. Like it's, it's been crazy. So, you know, you're dealing more with spiritual practices. Whereas if you were to have Chiron in the first house, first house represents the body. It represents the self. So you may, you know, if you have Chiron in the first, you may have issues with identity, um, really owning who you are, um, acknowledging your worth, your self of value, um, which transcends into the second house. So you may have issues with finances or money or recognizing your worth. The third house is your communication. I have a few clients that have Chiron in the third house and they really put a damper on themselves. They restrict their thoughts when they are amazing at speaking or they have this really interesting way of communicating, but they, they, they hold themselves back a lot, right? The fourth house, this could be a wound with a mother. So fourth house is mom. This could be your home. This could be your family in general. This could be your emotions. Maybe you hold back your emotions more. And because the fourth house is such a private spot for people, it could be someone who maybe exerts the energy out for others more. So you're, you're much more susceptible to like healing others rather than yourself. The fifth house, you may have a wound on your inner child, your creativity, your talents. So when I say these wounds, it's really the complete opposite. It's how you feel about yourself, right? Like people on the outside might be looking at you and think a person with the fifth house Chiron is like insanely talented and gifted. But again, they think it's never good enough, right? The sixth house, this is someone who is maybe dealing with health issues. Maybe they have uh, challenges taking care of themselves because the sixth house is the act of service for others, but it really comes back to taking care of yourself. So they could be like a really great medicine healer. They could be someone who's more into holistic healing, but they had to go through some challenging health moments to get there, right? Chiron in the seventh house, this could be with people, commitments, relationships. Maybe you have challenges with romantic partners, but that helps you get to the partner that you deserve. And then the eighth house, this could be very psychic energy. Somebody who has Chiron in the eighth house may have traumas, uh, may have experienced power struggles. Um, I always think of the seven deadly sins, right? This is all the stuff nobody wants to talk about. Well, these people have dealt with it. And they are very, very powerful healers. Chiron in the ninth house, a lot of times, these are people who experience hardships with teachers. They had teachers that were very cruel for no reason. And, and a lot of times these things will come up and you're like, what? again, why is this happening? This has nothing to do with me, but we have to remember that this is our, our gift, right? Because then in return, these people become amazing teachers and mentors for others. And then if you have Chiron in the 10th house, issues in the career, workforce, bosses, people who are just really hard on them, um, which in return will make these people great entrepreneurs, people who are leaders, um, definitely in higher positions. And the 11th house, people who have Chiron in the 11th house, it's pretty cool because you may have experienced hardships with friends or groups. Like you may deal with issues on the internet, social media. But this in return helps you be a really great like social justice warrior, somebody who fights for, for other people's rights. Would you consider Chiron to be our greatest wound? You know, it's funny because some people will say, we need to stop giving Chiron the, the label of wounded healer. And I am very much a foundational type of person, 
And I think it's important sometimes to go back to the basics. I think it's okay to say, hey, we have a wound, we all do, but where is it? And where does it stem from? And what can we do with this gift? If we can look at it as a gift rather than a burden, then there's so much opportunity that can come from that, right? And the work and the healing that we do in this world, whether it is in the corporate arena or it's in spiritual work, you know, it's, it's really up to us. So would you consider it to correlate to shadow work? It could, it could. I think there's some other factors involved, you know, depending on where Chiron lives in your chart and the aspects that Chiron makes in your chart. You know, if Chiron is in the eighth house, I would say absolutely that would be some shadow work. Even in the fourth house, any of those really spiritual deep houses, if Chiron made a hard aspect to Pluto, Pluto's definitely a planet that deals with shadow work or underlying depths. You know, Pluto's the ruler of the underworld. So there may be people that have aspects in their chart where Chiron is highly aspected. You know, it's, it's in a, it's almost like just an ease. It comes naturally for them to heal. You know, I think of my partner, she, she has her, um, sun square Chiron and she's an amazing massage therapist. You know, she has this amazing touch that is just otherworldly, you know? So there's, there's definitely different conversations that Chiron can have in your life. Besides the house, it's also associated with a astrological sign. What I mean by that is in my chart, Chiron is in Pisces. So can you explain a little bit about how one person can determine which sign? Chiron moves fairly slow. So Linda, you just went through your Chiron return um, because you're Chiron in Pisces. Chiron just moved into Aries probably four years ago. So it takes about 50 years for Chiron to move through the entire Zodiac. So depending on what sign it is, I use the signs as kind of like the wardrobe where the planet or the asteroid is the actor. And then the house would be the stage, right? So we kind of talked about where the, the, where Chiron would be in the house. That's the stage. It sets the stage, the, the energy. And then, you know, with your Chiron being in Pisces, then it puts on the Pisces wardrobe. Pisces is, is the 12th sign of the Zodiac. So kind of what we talked about with the 12th house, it's going to be the same topics, right? Spirituality, um, holistic health, higher self, past lives, any sort of healing for the collective. Absolutely. So where, what house is your Chiron in? It's in the second. And I have four planets in the second house. Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to kind of attach itself to those planets, right? Like if it's closer, like how my Chiron's close to my son, it's only two degree difference. You know, they're kind of holding hands here. Is it a harmonious hand holding or is it like, Oh God, get off me, you know? And so with it being in the second house, the perfect way I would describe this is Chiron and Pisces in the second house, Chiron being the healer, second house being value, also finances, and then Pisces being healing there could be some sort of restriction or, or questioning on how do I put a price on healing, which is a big, big topic. I think a lot of us have been having in the last few years uh, because Chiron was in Pisces, you know, just recently. So for people who are healers or holistic practitioners, we really sell ourselves short because it's something that comes from the heart. You know, it's something that we are just born with. And so we don't see it as, Hey, I went to school to get this degree, you know, for four years or whatever. Um, so that can be really difficult again, because Pisces is, is the intangible. We can't see it. We can't touch it. 
So we have to really lean into our faith and say, this is, you know, for you, this is, this is what I'm worth. This is my work is of value and I do deserve abundance or, you know, Pisces is also the sign of manifestation. So you have a really special way to manifest things in your life, but you also have to recognize that, Hey, there's a, there's a price for it. You know, I could talk about the second house all day. (laughs) It's absolutely fascinating. And you said it takes about 50 years. So it takes a full 50 years to go through the entire Zodiac wheel. So it's in a sign for about eight years, eight or 10 years with retrogrades, right? It it depends because sometimes it'll be in a sign longer than, than others, but we have Chiron in Aries currently, and it's been there. Yeah, it's about eight years. So Chiron has been in Aries for about four years now. So it'll be, it'll have about four more years and then it moves into Taurus. It'll be there for about eight years. Then it moves into Gemini. So it takes a long time. So, you know, if you have Chiron sitting on your sun, it's going to be sitting there for a while, right? Or you have it sitting on your moon or whatever. You're having your Chiron return. You're going to have about two years of Chiron energy. We also collectively had a lot of Chiron energy because of the eclipses in 2020. Because, you know, when we think about COVID, the pandemic, we think of the social injustices, right? That's been going on, the political, all of that. There's been very much a sense of selfishness because it's in the sign of Aries. Now, listen, I love Aries. I love Aries sign because it gives us initiation and action and drive and will. And it's also the God of war, but it also can be very self-serving, very selfish, very me, 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 me. Whereas where it was before in Pisces, it was like, every, it's about everybody. Let's all come together, you know, and it hasn't been like that. And so it's been challenged by the eclipses in the last two, three years. So we all have experienced Chiron in some way, for sure. And so we have four more years before it gets to Taurus. If we can remember that, you know, this wound that's coming up for all of us, I truly believe in my heart that the pandemic showed us, you know, some ugly truths, which I think we needed to see, right? We needed to see these wounds but we need to understand these things so that we can progress and heal and move forward. So perfect. Now you mentioned Chiron retrograde. What happens in Chiron retrograde? Every planet goes retrograde. Chiron goes retrograde for about four months. So it's a pretty long jaunt. Now, again, when you deal with planets that are further out, you know, we all feel the effects of Mercury retrograde because it's so much closer to us. But when we have Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, Pluto, those guys, because they're so, so far out there, they're retrograde much, much longer and they don't move as fast. So if they're not making a significant aspect to your chart at that time, you may not even feel that, right? But if you are going under your Chiron return at 48, 49, 50, you're probably feeling its effects, right? Or if you are an Aries, an early Aries birthday baby, um, if you're an early Cancer, if you're an early uh, Capricorn or Libra, you know, if you're born that first week, you have felt the effects of, of Chiron, especially during its retrograde in the last, probably say, yeah, almost four years. Chiron is an important figure in everyone's chart. I think so. And, you know, there are people out there who, like I said, who maybe been blessed through some Chiron uh, messages or healing and they're, they're putting it forth now. And I think for me, you know, I'm, I'm 34 years old. Like, I feel like I'm actually finally now using my Chiron abilities. I have in little ways in the last few years. And I always say the gift of Chiron is, is the lessons itself. So we're always learning and Chiron is, is, is a blessing in disguise for sure. 
I think it's really important what you just said, because a lot of people do tend to look at Chiron as the wound without the awareness of the gift or without recognition of the gift. And, you know, as a healer, I want to get to that gift part, right? And sometimes we have to go through that wound to really get uh, full understanding it and to really harness the gifts that are built within that wound. Do you have any advice for people that really do feel the wound of their Chiron? Oh, I think I'm a Chiron's staple child because it has been affected my personal Chiron in the last, you know, year and a half through the eclipses, you know, I've experienced a lot for me personally, because I have, I actually have Chiron opposite Saturn. So I have that Saturn Chiron opposition where I've, I've had the physical absence of my father. I've had the emotional absence of my father. And, uh, there was a big trigger moment that happened in the summer, right after the eclipses, which hit my, my son and Chiron and through my father. And I started to seek therapy, you know, and I've done it in the past in my twenties and there was some resolution, but it, it can be really challenging when you get in that Chiron position of this is out of my control. This is, this is not a part of me, but it still affects me. What do I do? Right. And I, I feel like I've, I've started this journey of yeah, seeking therapy for sure, doing holistic healing for myself, eating better. You know, Chiron wants us to take care of our bodies. That's probably one of the biggest things. He was very, very, again, going back to that Virgo connection in some ways, you know, making sure that we're fueling our body with, with healthy things, whether that's medicine, food, drink, anything, um, because then we can provide and give back. So if you are feeling deep in the depths of Chiron, just start with taking better care of yourself. I know it's easier said than done, but you'll know when the time is right. And if you're still in that deepness, just little steps, little steps will take you there. Some people might be going through it and not even know it has anything to do with Chiron. I know. I know it's difficult. I think really, and I, I have to say this too. I think the first thing you should do is be more kind to yourself give yourself grace. Yeah. And we should all be more kind to ourselves and to each other. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Katie, if people want to know more, how can they reach you? So they can find me on Instagram. I am Katie Elise, or they can find my website, katieelise.com. I do a lot of my services online, or if you're in the San Diego area, I also do in person as well. Wonderful. Wonderful. Thank you for being my guest. Thank you for having me. It was so fun. And thank you for listening to this week's edition of Exploring the Mystical Side of Life. You will find all of our conversations on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, on Spotify. And if you enjoyed this conversation, remember to subscribe. Come visit me at thoughtchange.com. Learn what energy medicine can do for you. And while you're there, check out my group, Alchemy from the Inside Out. Might be time to bring some magic into your life. That's it for this week. Bye for now.